Ah, uh, yes. Dr. Vicky Katsarelos, GP and spokesperson for Doctors for the Environment Australia. Traffic pollution may be causing more than 11,000 deaths in Australia every year, a figure five times higher than previously estimated and ten times the number who die in road crashes. Thanks for your time, Vicky. This is a bit sobering. Just a touch. Thank you, Ian, for inviting me. Tell us a little bit about this. This is based on a New Zealand research paper, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. So we already knew that traffic air pollution causes us harm, but this recent research based on an extensive New Zealand study and international studies demonstrate that health concerns are far greater than we previously knew. Uh, We know that they also cause significant numbers of cardiovascular hospitalisations per year, respiratory hospitalisations per year and active asthma. Just like smoking, we all know that smoking is harmful to our health, particularly for children. We now know that vehicle emissions contribute to childhood asthma and recurrent lung infections. And adults are at also higher risk of premature death, stroke, diabetes, heart and lung disease from exposure to vehicle emissions. So we could basically say, like smoking, air pollution is another risk factor for poor health. Oh, it certainly is. And uh, how do you suggest we get around this? Because I mean, if you sort of give away the cars and you sort of get on a, a bicycle or you walk, then you're still exposed to traffic sort of uh, you're pollution, aren't right. you? So how the hell do you get around it? You stay, do, you stay <laughs> in your, do you stay in your car and have your air conditioning system on recycle so you don't take in any sort of outside air? Oh, or what no, do you no. do? In fact, idling cars, to keep the air conditioner on, contributes to more air pollution. So you're absolutely right. Firstly, we've got to raise awareness. We have to educate the community about the harmful effects of traffic air pollution. Two, we've got to move rapidly towards uh, electric vehicles or at least more efficient uh, fuel-wise with reduction of fuel emissions from vehicles. We need to uh, get... Uh, walk to the shops or work if we can or get on a bike. Um, We need to consider active transports like public transport. There's a whole lot of ways to introduce anti-idling laws. So, for example, around childcare centres and schools, a lot of parents not realising that if they leave their engines on and their child goes out the back and grab their backpack, they're more likely to breathe in more air pollution and that contributes to to more asthma and other harmful effects. So just education, raising awareness, turn off your engines when we're at the two-minute parking spots or at shopping centres, avoid idling, and simple strategies of catching public transport, walking wherever we can. The less roads we can have on the road, the better. Uh, sorry, the less cars we have on the road, yep. the better. Yep. Also, replace school buses, diesel school buses, with electric buses. And But banning in the future diesel vehicles, we know that there are now more and more vehicles that are coming in, like trucks, turning electric as well. So there's lots of lots of ways we could help out. But first, we need the government to take action. We need to bring in the supply of electric vehicles more rapidly into Australia. We need to bring incentives to make this happen, to help people uh, financially make these cars cheaper, maybe put more taxes on fossil fuel cars, and um, and the education. I keep coming back to that because just as we succeeded with a smoking campaign, raising public awareness of the harms of air pollution is vital to good health.
Yeah. This New Zealand study estimated that that country's traffic pollution death toll at 3,300 premature deaths per year, but Australia is a much larger country. Now, the estimates for Australia, 11,105 premature deaths in adults per year, 12,210 cardiovascular hospitalisations per year, 6,840 respiratory hospitalisations per year, and uh, when it comes to asthma, 66,000 active cases per year. Now, with this, this is traffic, but certainly that, uh, you know, prescribed burns and bushfires and that sort of stuff wouldn't be helping things either, would they? Was, has that been oh, taken into consideration? or? Well, that would make it worse. Oh, so absolutely. This is, just looking, this is just looking at vehicle emissions alone. And we often think in cities and urban areas we don't have a pollution problem because we're far away from bushfires. uh, But this is just looking at vehicle emissions alone. So if you add on bushfire smoke as well, it'll be even more harmful. You say that uh, the government needs to do something. What do you you sort of suggest when it comes to uh, regulation? Uh, Firstly, well, firstly education campaign coming right from the top down is really important, not just from us, the researchers, the scientists, but also from governments on all levels. Uh, They should have a vehicle pollution road toll as well as a vehicle accident road toll. We put, uh, you know, there's big campaigns about vehicle accident road tolls, but nothing about vehicle pollution road tolls. Um, They should publicise the number of premature deaths per year due to vehicle pollution also. And then when people read about that, they understand then why we need to to make uh, these changes. Um, Also, we need the federal government to implement standards for new cars and to make sure those standards are as strong as other countries like New Zealand and Europe. What's the difference between our standards and New Zealand's, say, for example, when you say they are stronger than ours, are they? Uh, no, what it is, they, uh, the new vehicle efficiency, they have less, the standards for new vehicle efficiency is better. Right, they produce okay. less pollution. Whereas we've still got the old, uh, um, the old standards and basically any polluting car can come into Australia and they're still sold. Whereas we need to go back and meet those standards that are overseas like New Zealand and also in Europe. Uh, for more efficient vehicles. But nonetheless, that still delays the the whole problem. Uh, We still want less cars on the road. We still want uh, to move rapidly towards electric vehicles, use active transport, improve active transport in each state, and also choose to, to walk, cycle, wherever we can. It's good for our health anyway. It's going to reduce obesity, improve lifestyle and our health. So there's a, there's a lot of ways that we can mitigate the problem. Did this come as a bit of a shock to you when you came across these findings or have you already you've known this for a long time? Well, I knew that it was causing vehicle, that vehicle emissions were causing harmful effects, but not to this scale. So that, you know, the over 11,000 premature deaths in adults per year, what that means is, let's say we're expected to, to reach the age of 90, we may live shorter lives because of vehicle emissions. We, we won't live as long as expected. Uh, so th- that's quite significant. This is basically to do with the uh, NO2, the nitrogen dioxide in the emissions, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so what, what was different about this particular study in New Zealand, and we're very similar to New Zealand uh, in our population and urbanisation, etc. The difference is in the past we focused mostly on particulate matter 2.5 in the studies, which we know is harmful. Here, what they did was they combined the effects of particulate matter 2.5 and nitrogen dioxide. And what we found is that in urban environments, uh, nitrogen dioxide levels are much higher and combined results much more harmful. That, that's the difference. So it's not looking at them isolated, air pollution pollutants isolated. It's looking at the combination effect and with combined nitrogen dioxide, it is much more harmful to health. Right and the problem is most of us don't smell it. You know, there's some people can smell air pollution, but a lot of people have adapted to it. Yeah. So we don't know, don't realise how much air pollution is out there. Right. Dr. Vicky Cozzarellas, GP and spokesperson for Doctors for the Environment Australia on traffic pollution. Thanks for your time, Vicky. Have a great Thank weekend. You. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ian. Bye-bye. One double three eight eighty two. What do you think about what Dr. Vicky was saying there? Hey, give us a call. Uh, research like this is uh, clearly important, but are we getting ahead of ourselves? I mean, you know, can we actually control all this sort of stuff? I mean, we've got a couple of texts here. Ian, get these greenies to stop all surface and underwater volcanoes. She's a dreamer. Any study out of New Zealand has to be BS. Jacinda Ardern left in a hurry due to a crap poles. Oh, how about jet engine emissions? Thanks, Ian. <laughs> uh, somebody else has said, what a load of BS. Uh, who's this one? Matt is, uh, this is delusional for tradies. Get everyone wearing multiple backpacks and pulling a wagon behind them and onto the bus. Then tell someone you'll be three hours to get to their job because you have to line up the bus and the trains. And for the trader utes and trucks as electrics, please point out the one that fits the requirements. I'm not quite sure who that's from, but uh, quite a few. I like that.